Meditation doesn't consist of attaining, <coughs> seeking some particular state. but is rather a deepening capacity to recognize the arising and passing of all states. The capacity to see and know the nature of our passing states of mind rather than being identified with those states. Usually, our states of mind are shaping and describing our sense of reality. When a state of boredom arises, then reality looks boring to us. When a state of mind, a peaceful state of mind is present, then reality looks peaceful. Now, states of mind, to use a classical image, are like colored spectacles that we wear that tint our perception of the world, of whatever we're looking at. And we easily have some idea in meditation that we're, trying, we're supposed to somehow exchange some of our states for some new and more spiritual ones. But our success in meditation will be defined by having some particular states. Peaceful state, or blissful state, or an expansive state. It's true that as our practice deepens and refines, the, t the type of states of mind that tend to show up change. Peaceful states, expansive states, show up much more often because our, uh, our mind, our consciousness becomes a more uh, receptive environment, a more conducive environment to those states. But meditation isn't about uh, needing to or trying to have particular states arise. Our practice offers us the invitation to take that which we usually assume as being myself, my boredom, my restlessness, and being able to see it for what it is, being able to see its nature, this arising state, this expressing state, the way this state colors perception while it's here. This changing state, this fading state.
What's your state of mind right now? Often we're so identified with our state of mind that we don't see it as a state of mind. We just see it as the description of reality. What's your state of mind right now? Clear or confused, peaceful or agitated? Focused or scattered? Gladdened or resentful? Just letting yourself feel into the current atmosphere around your experience. The coloring of experience, of reality that's here right now. Our days here, our days anywhere, are a procession of different mind states, moods, emotions, atmospheres. And even though these moods these states pass through the space of awareness like weather passes through the sky. They have their own rhythm. They don't arise in response to us having the state we decide upon or want. They just arise in response to conditions, inner conditions, outer conditions. If we're just caught up in our states, then they become the describers, the arbiters of reality, or rather of how we imagine reality is. And we can easily gather decades worth of descriptions of life just assembled more or less unconsciously through whatever state of mind happens to be here. And through our reactivity, 
through what we support, through what we engage in, we end up reinforcing certain states of mind. What states of mind have you been reinforcing since you've been here? There's an enormous creative potential in our practice. As we become more aware of the nature of states of mind, as we become more skillful at recognizing a state, exploring a state, we have more and more possibility to see what do I want to reinforce? What's skillful to support? So there's that invitation in our practice today to notice this procession of states of mind to see how is consciousness affected by different states to see does it have to have the authority to describe reality does the state of boredom actually mean that things are boring Does the state of confusion actually mean that reality is confused? Do our states of mind say very much at all about the way life is? Or are they actually just showing us something about the nature of mind, the nature of mind states? Most fundamentally, awareness remains untainted by different states. That which is aware of boredom isn't itself bored. That which recognizes the state of confusion isn't itself confused. So the fact that we can know the state of mind, see the state of mind, feel, recognize, explore the state of mind, is showing us the freedom that's here with each, any, every mind state. Showing us the capacity to abide with, abide through the comings and goings of the moods, the atmosphere, the colorings, 
the descriptions of what's happening. Best way to abide with is to know one's ground the steadiness of awareness which remains here available the space through which thoughts and images and mind states pass. The open sky of awareness across which the weather of mind states blows. And the best way to be established here is through this practice of embodiment. Grounded here in this experience of body sitting. receptive to the touch of life to changing causes and conditions and the responses we have to them the states that get generated What's your state of mind right now? Is it the same as last time I asked? Or has it already changed, formed into something else? Much of the time we can't make a particular mind state happen. Much of the time we can't get the mind state we want. And yet, the more 
contactful we are. The more intimate with experience we are, the more we allow and explore the states of mind that arise and pass. The more our consciousness becomes a conducive environment for the state of mind that we're actually longing for. A state of mind that soothe the heart. Delight the soul. So, sitting here together and the aliveness of the moment. in the immediacy of bodily experience. In the weather of changing states. In this way, we explore the Dhamma together. nature of life experience just like this using the natural sensations of body and breath to steady and ground your attention. Expanding into being here more fully with each in-breath. Relaxing into being here more fully with each out-breath.
becoming more intimate with being here in whatever your current state is. Pleasant state, or unpleasant state, or neutral state. Reactive state. or spacious, gentle state.
states of mind are not happening in some ethereal dimension, some mysterious invisible place called mind. States of mind are playing out here. States of mind happen cellularly. States of mind are felt. Seeing this, what we call body and what we call mind are seen or known as one unified field of experience. There is no body. There is no mind. There is just this. This experience, this expression, this flow of changing sensations, responses, impressions. Just this.
what's your current state? What kind of mental and emotional activity is happening? How is it coloring your experience? How is it describing reality? And is it possible to see that the recognition of that state that which knows a mental and emotional activity is not defined by it. This knowing, this awareness that's the ground of all experience, that knows and receives all experience, This awareness is undefined, undefinable, unlocatable, unrestricted, vast, luminous. And right here, knowing this experience that we call body. Knowing the passing states that we call mind. Knowing the sounds and sensations and impressions that we call world. in the spacious, gentle embrace of awareness. Body and mind and world are just one thing, are just this, this current of impressions this flow of experience. To see this is to be intimate with all things, with all of life, 
right here. What's your state of mind right now? And what are you doing with it? Just to notice, is there any pushing or pulling? Any resistance? Any idea of how your state could or should be different? Or is there just the opportunity to meet and explore? To become familiar with this state? see its ephemeral passing nature. To see 
one's freedom of being amidst the changing states and moments of life. Stay curious. How does your state of mind change when the meditation comes to an end? Well, to repeat something I said yesterday, there's no wrong state of mind. If we make our experience wrong, then it becomes impossible to allow it, explore it, understand it. So, as you're going through the day and mind is changing in this and that way, Don't make it wrong. But see, what's the effect of different mind states? And to see particularly, how do you feed different mind states? Which mind states do you feed? Because whatever you feed, that's what grows. Whatever you support, that's what gets supported. many endless variety of different conditions we can notice the mind being in. And yet to tie them back to the different, the Vedana, the different kind of stimulus we were talking about the other day. 
pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. And to see the tendency with the pleasant to get into a demanding state. The tendency with the unpleasant to get into a defensive state. And the tendency with the neutral to get into a dispersed, distracted state. And if that's what happens, and I, like I say, not making it wrong, but seeing, what does it do to your sense of being here in any given moment? If you get into, if you're being demanding on life, or defensive to life. And equally, really letting yourself feel for those moments where you're not in the grip of some reactive mind state. And feeling for those moments where there's an undemanding sense of presence, undefended against what's happening. And the Buddha talks about um, exploring changing states as a resource for understanding nature of mind, nature of experience mostly emphasizes just that sense, not of trying to have some particular mind state but just knowing the way mind is affected by a particular state or unaffected by it (coughs) knowing the mind affected by being demanding, and then knowing what it's like being unaffected by demanding, uh, by knowing the mind being unaffected, yeah, by demand. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.